Wherever Islam and Christianity impinged on the life of the Africans, it was introduced by the invaders in whose interests it was to detach the local inhabitants from the dependency on the rules of behavior demanded by agricultural and seasonal change. This pattern, the paradigm of patriarchal imperialism, we find repeated again and again throughout the world, in Africa, in Asia, in the South, and North America. What many people don't realize is that the same pattern was successfully imposed by Imperial Rome on its colony, Europe, at the beginning of the Christian era, a process we will investigate. To break up the ancient maternal kingship groupings and the sacred life patterns they followed for the purpose of robbing the native people of their land, stealing the earth's raw resources and exploiting human labor, the colonial armies sent the missionaries in to introduce the abstract and alien concepts of father right and a father god who was the enemy of the great mother christian missionaries preaching of the heavenly father and his son and muslims carrying on the message of allah and his prophet muhammad performed the same colonizing functions they found the mother's people who were alive and well within the holistic now and they denounced these people's ways and redefined them as backward children of a distant aloof paternalistic power colonist powers really convinced themselves that they are doing their victims a favor lifting them up from mother earth through whips degra de degradations imprisonments, hunger, and slaughter, so they can glimpse through tears a far-off sh shining place, the abode of a heavenly father. What this means in practice is that the mother, the people's blood identity, is de denounced in the name of some superior father god who always happens to live somewhere else. Earth has been 
special Venus Day Friday episode today. And uh, we all know how much you guys don't like to hear from a woman. You guys rather listen to the man talk about a woman, but today I'm talking about gender wars. I'm talking about gender and wars and um, all the wars that we've had throughout history has agendas towards genders and generations. We're going to talk about generational discrimination against women and how it became a racial discrimination. Um labor laws, um, religion, and of course the planet Venus. Alright, so anyways, let's get on with it. Uh, when it comes to gender, uh, one of us have been here longer than the other. Throughout the history, especially uh, history of religion and Christianity, um, the woman has been demoted to um, and um, thought of as evil, as the devil character. When you think about God and when where you came from, um, it was not out of another man. You came out of a woman and you go back into the woman. When you are born, you're born out of a woman. That makes her your creator. Okay? Somewhere in the history of religion, man started giving birth to another man. So, in 
is in in the in the Abrahamic religions. Um, back back when, um, like sixteen twenty five A.D. Um, at the Council of Nicaea, or even we don't even know when, um, a group of m men decided to take the knowledge of the feminine because they became um, obsessed with um, power versus nature. And they took it upon themselves with their left mind, left-mindedness, to um, to to make you think that they were the central point of power, which created a Saturn hex. Um, throughout civilizations, tribes, and all kinds of things through, um, our, our, our history, because, um, they, instead of putting the woman at the center, they put a man at the center, and things revolved around a man versus, um, woman. Because when you go home, it's to, you know, your mother's home. We have a lot more evidence that civilizations that grew and prospered were um, matriarchal civilizations. In religion, they teach you that the devil inside your mind is the female. Uh, your right-sided um, mind, your creative force is, um, you know, uh, the evil character. Um, because um, in the, um, somewhere in the stories, they, um, they, they said that the woman shouldn't get knowledge. Um, so her um, uh, becoming intelligent or... Um, the woman um, gaining knowledge like a man, um, they say that, that that's an evil thing. That's why um, uh, in is Islam they're horrible to um, uh, in in the other side of the world uh, in the Middle East and stuff, uh, especially with the uh, Taliban and all of them. Like they. Um, they disregard the woman because um, they um, they're they're indoctrinated to think that she's um, the devil, and that's why they uh, only think with their left side of the brain. So we live in a patriarchal world today, where women are highly excluded from uh, a lot of decision makings or under a man. Um, or if she is a decision maker, she is a bisexual or gay woman. She's not um, not really uh, considered a full a woman, you know. So, like, in order for you to be a decision making woman, you have to be under a man still. So, listen, this is a very overdue episode and a long time coming. So, um.
I'm just warming up. So today, in the modern day, a man could use uh, a woman's energy freely as he pleases, while the woman um, has to work for her own energy to use it. A woman does not use her dominance and power to rule over for pride and ego purposes. Men create wars against females for power, pride, and ego. Nature gives you things for free. All it asks is for you to protect it. And that is not what patriarchy has done for nature. So the devil is pissed. And um, all you Jesus-loving uh, people are going to see an antichrist soon. The antichrist is female. You call her Lucifer. For all you Jesus-loving people, I want to ask you, what about... The woman that created Jesus. Do you not consider her a god? Well, I'm here to tell you that she's pissed. Honestly, this episode was going a lot better in, when I did it in my head yesterday. So, I'm going to wait till I uh, smoke. And I'm going to be back with astrology report. And we're going to go into astrology next. It's getting harder and harder every day to live with ignorant folks. Uh, I was going to rhyme. I was going to freestyle, but I, I can't right now. So I, <clears throat> I'm going to do it another day. But for real, it's getting really hard to live with ignorant ignorant people and deal with them uh, and they're looking um they're looking like not happy ignorant anymore they're looking really sad ignorant now it's getting harder living in a world with ignorant folks as a woman and like indigenous woman if you want to say that <clears throat> you know um I mean, to me, I, how do people expect to change things and um, for things to change or move forward or into into evolving without facing something, without facing the issue in front of you is where I really would like to ask, like, a lot of these new age uh, people, the, the new age community of consciousness with their uh, new earth and all that like nobody nobody at whenever that whenever there's a, a something real that's really going on um in in our world you better believe that there's a a group of caucasoids uh of pale caucasoids that are right there trying to duplicate and manipulate the real thing that's happening they always want to bring their attunement into 
the mix. I mean, it really doesn't sound like upgrades or jumping timelines or anything like that. It just sounds like cheating. It sounds like copying. It sounds like cloning. It sounds like, um, uh, privilege. It sounds like white collar. Sounds like, you know, uh, jumping the gun. You know, so let's talk about astrology and the end of Pisces and what was Pisces and the age of Pisces and what is heliocentrism and what, why does the sun, um, go into Pisces for thousands of years and then, um, move out of it? And what does the planet Venus have to do with all of that? And why is Venus, um, linked to Islam and why is Venus called Lucifer? But, um, and, uh, the devil you know, uh, so uh, a lot of Christians never get to learn about Islam and um, the mother or a lot or, um, you know, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. And, um, you know, why is, um, why is there so many questions that aren't being answered? And why is uh, institutions filled with lies and religion filled with lies? And um, why is the Dalai Lama kissing, tongue kissing a little Indian boy? in the public imagine what the hell he's doing not in public that no one gets to speak up about and why is he just um uh apologizing for it on on a, on a twitter page or something like that it's okay and why are the jail cells filled with um uh people who um are just smoking weed and um not with pedophiles and um real uh uh harmful predators to children and the youth and society why aren't they filled with those people and why are, why does new orleans have mass incarceration going on for people who smoke weed only why are um uh why is weed still considered um a schedule one drug even Why aren't we taught the proper things about woman and her sexuality and her creativity and where we all come from? And why does it keep going to Jesus Christ and um, uh, him giving birth to the woman? And why doesn't the churches and the mosque and the, um, you know, other shrines and stuff not teach this? Why are m women going into mental institutions? Um and uh left for dead and neglected and why is there so many labor labor concerning laws um you know around uh the woman why is banking having have to do with uh, a woman why do oceans have to do with women why does um water have to do with women Where do we all come from is a great question to ask. And why don't we have a legit um, secular uh, um, answer for it till this day? The answer is gender wars throughout um, history and throughout religion. It all has to do with um, matriarch and patri patriarch. And... Honestly, uh, why is Muhammad always to blame for incest, pedophilia, and all the worldly, horrible, evil things that go on in this world is blamed on Muhammad and the religion of Islam and um, 
never on Christianity. And it's like the neither religions take accountability for these things. But um, what we see is um, generational traumas getting passed on to the next um, uh, religions and stuff like that. And um, it's uh, a lot of racism in religion as well. It's got to be hard for any real woman to be here because her energy is needed somewhere else all the time, probably. So, the planet Venus today, Friday, is has to do with Venus, and Venus has to do with law, rules, regulations, divine order of things, the feminine energy, materials, how we get our materials in this physical realm, has to do with Venetian energy and the female energy. So anytime you're asking for something and praying to God for something, you best believe you are praying to Venus. Like there, the planet Venus is, you could think of it as a, a matriarchal planet. That's why they say men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Our ancient ancestors knew this because they studied the stars, astrology, cosmology, astro I don't want uh, not astronomy, but you know, whatever. The reason we have calendars, time, uh, weekdays, and um, uh, math is um, through, through studying the woman and the woman's cycles and the moon phases of the moon. The moon has nine phases to it and 13 cycles. So that's how you have the weekdays and um, the year. The music playlists on Spotify and YouTube are not that good, and I don't listen to iTunes either. And also, I'm a believer in um, minimalist, minimizing things, not inflating things. So, with that being said, the moon today is in Leo first quarter so the moon is like half is is like half uh light light and half dark like in the middle it's like it's 18 degrees 39 all right in leo uh the moon in leo mirror mirrors our inner child who wants to be in the spotlight so Leo is the only um, zodiac sign that's ruled by the sun.
Ooh, you value integrity and justice over everything. Your well-honed sense of fairness works well under Leo Moon. That's for me. I'm reading my Moon astrology uh, thing report. But um, what I wanted to do is re is see what the everything is in today. So the moon is in Leo, Mercury is in Taurus, Look, I don't know what all the planets are in, but I do know that the planet, um, uh, the moon, I mean, is in half. It's half lit and half dark, symbolizing the male and the female and the um, masculine and feminine side and good being God as the male and evil being Eve as in the devil okay and and um uh balancing the two for an evil give and take to end like the gender degenerated wars <sighs> so pluto is an aquarius And Uranus is doing a transit around the Zodiac. Mercury moved into Taurus. Okay. And Taurus is also ruled by Libra. And we're in Taurus season. And Taurus is ruled by Libra. So, and that's like the matriarchal plant, planet that you call Lucifer and the devil. Which announces the new ages after like 2,500 years or so. It resurrects the son of God that you would say is this, the sun moving around the zodiacs and the ages. And we get all this knowledge through um, studying the stars and the planet through, um, you know, feminine um phases uh, of life and stuff like that all right when the ego lets itself go sinks down into the oceanic all oneness of the beginning and its peace the shrinks call this regression they have virtually defined mature mindness, mindedness.
as a state of permanent alienation. And I chronically differentiated from the all. That this amounts to is that the mature mind is the male mind rejecting his mother. Within Western culture, whenever the doors of perception open ever so little to let us catch a glimpse of the holographic cosmic mind within us, we are in danger of being locked up for psychiatric observation and given tranquilizers and other cures. The established patriarchal institutions all have a vested interest in keeping the individual mind disconnected from the experience of cosmic oneness. Because this disconnection is patriarchy, the bulk, bulk of patriarchal industries Drugs, alcohol, entertainment media, fashion, and cosmetic, pornography, pornography, the tourist business, polyester-suited politics, driven in religious sermons, interstate freeway systems, you name it, exist and profit solely by selling momentary diversion diversions to multitudes of quietly desperate people seeking an aesthetic escape from the pain of personal alienation. What in ancient times was experienced as our superconsciousness within which we perceive the I-Thou of the ego dissolving into the cosmic being of oneness and whereby we received understanding, wisdom, transcending dualism, magic perception and healing powers is now wholly submerged within us and termed the unconscious and the psychotherapeutic establishment including Jugganians Jugganians portray this unconscious as essentially a frightening and threatening realm the dark jungle within us the place of orgiastic orgastic desires cannibal land the black hairy forests of full of beasties the pagan the female the dark the ring of terror is placed around the unconscious for patriarchal political reasons to keep us in a permanent state of fear and distrust in regard to our own innermost being and vice versa the vast cosmos Patriarchy manipulates and profits from this chronic state of fear and alienation. The Western religious and social history can be read as one long attempt to repress the cosmic female by keeping this fearful alienation institutionally alive and intact. The Great Cosmic Mother
the holistic point of ancient woman's religion was that the mother is not one's personal maternal parent solely, but the entire community of women, the entire living earth, and beyond this, the entire surrounding and ongoing cosmic process. One could not be alienated because one is always within this process, as it is always within the self, unless of course, such knowledge is suppressed from the outside by patriarchal conditioning. Truly, our very sanity is at stake with continuing patriarchy and the denial of the cosmic self, the goddess within us all, and us within her. The Great Mother was the projection of self-experience of groups of highly aware and productive women who were the founders of much of the human culture. In this sense, the Great Mother is not simply a mental archetype, but a historical fact. Ancient icons, symbols, and myths cannot be understood if they are disembodied from this fact. They cannot be understood as mind trips alone, but must be seen as a context of ancient political realities. A major rip involves splitting the human spirit away from the Mother Earth and her cyclical processes, the forcibly reattaching and forcibly reattaching the centered spirit to the sky, to some aloof and abstract source of dominance and power. A result of all this is the destruction of a people's blood memory, its past identity, especially since colonized people tend to keep oral histories and patriarchy insists that only written down history is real. Colonialism. Colonialism is a form of vampirism that empowers and bloats the self-image of colonizing empire by draining the life energies of the colonized people. Just enough blood is left to allow the colonial subject to perform a day's work for the objective empire. <clears throat> and these drained energies are not only of the present and future, but of the past of memory itself, the continuity of identity of the people and of each individual who is colonized. No one should recognize this process better than women for the female sex has functioned as a colony of organized patriarchal power for several thousand years now. Our brains have been emptied out of all memory of our own cultural history and the colonizing power systematically denies such a history ever existed. The colonizing power mocks our attempts to rediscover and celebrate our ancient matriarchies as realities. In the past, women have had to accept this enforced female amnesia as normal, and many contemporary women continue to believe the female sex has existed always and abterno as an auxiliary to the male-dominated world order. But we continue to dig in the ruins, seeking the energy of memory, believing that the reconstruction of women's ancient history 
has a revolutionary potential equal to that of any political movement today. Uh, in the 7,000 to 6,000 BC, in ancient Africa, they found uh, images of horned goddess uh, who became Isis of Egypt have been found in caves now in, accessible, in, in an accessible plateau in the center of what is now the Sahara Desert. Um, wherever they settled, they brought with them the religion of Black Goddess, the Great Mother of Africa. Um, the Black Goddess was regarded as bisexual, the instrument of her own fertility. She was the ancient witch who carried a snake in her belly. Africans worshipped her many manifestations. The creator of the gods of Dohomey, for example, was Mawu Lisa, imaged as a serpent. Mawu Lisa was both female and male, self-fertilizing, seen as the earth and the rainbow okay so i'm reading all of this from uh the great cosmic mother rediscovering the religion of earth um it's like vital information in here and I, you know couldn't say better myself some of it so um in uh, here it says women own their bodies Okay, we are not saying that matriarchy was a system in which the women went around ruling everyone with a big stick. Matriarchies are not built on dominance principles, like I said earlier, but on the facts of blood kinship, including the primacy of the mother. So, you know, the mother, the X chromosome, determines on the sex of the baby. Women own their bodies, their children, and their living properties. Women made vital decisions affecting the survival of and well-being of their people. There was no way by which an elite group of men could set up laws to restrict women's movements, ideas, or sexual activities. Economic relations were not experienced as uh, separate from religious and social relationships. They were originally based on gift exchange which served a communal bonding function, not a competitive or profitable making one. Material goods had value only in terms of social or spiritual uses to which they were put. Okay, this is a very important um, passage. I just wrote a read to you guys. I'm going to explain further because um, it has everything to do with um, the Venus energy, Taurus season, um, Venus in um, general is the bringer of the material goods and a again has to do with matriarchal concepts of um, gift exchange and giving and communal bonding functions. It had nothing to do with compet competitive or profit-making or anything, which we, um, throughout uh, colonialism, um, 
they have uh, um, used the communism is like communal is in communism and they use that matriarchal uh, feature okay so right here it says um let's see god's plan for man they saw that religious establishment they saw that religious establishment take it upon themselves to define spirit and god and human destiny always in their own elitist terms and only to their own uh, worldly advantages human beings into two conflicting parts material existence versus versus uh spiritual oh this is um mark talking about marxism or marxist all right so um i think mark split was uh material existence versus spiritual existence the split was just the mirror image of the already existing religious dualism. The dogmatic Marxist communi communi communism unfolded in country after country. The split reinforced the same alienation of the human condition that Marx had wanted to resolve. It was created, it, it has created the dreary state capitalism of Soviet Russia and its satellites in which the state works dourly and mechanically to enforce its definition of human life as spiritless mechanism. It has given fuel to the propaganda and um, engines of the reactionary systems in all countries so that the world is ripped apart in a false um dichotomy between godless <laughs> godless communism and divine capitalism for if communism is ethestic or right, you know fuck this passage right here um hold on let me just try to figure out one thing It says, Marx and Engels confused spirit with established religion as their doctrinaries followers continued to do because the Western white males, they could not see the total paradigm of ancient women's original communism. Okay, I guess that's what I was trying to say. Alright, I could go on for days about her spiritual ways. So let me get through this. The mystery, the mystery of earthly life has its origins in water, in oceans, deep lakes, and shallow pools, cave, uh, grottoes, streams, and rivers, in the sea-like pulse and the taste of blood. Before a child is born, water flows out of the ruptured womb ocean within the mother the very ancient bird clawed and horned goddess was born in the womb of the mystical mythical waters not mystical mythical waters the cosmic egg was created by the cosmic horned lunar snake 
or a laid or laid by a mythic water bird both bird and snake vehicles of an energy which has its source both evolutionary and magical in terrestrial water she is one she is two mistress of waters and the sky and air in egypt in babylon in crete india and ancient europe it was believed that her abode is the beyond the upper waters beyond the meandrous labyrinths she was ruler over the waters on earth in the skies and beyond the clouds where the primordial waters flow to represent all this the bird and the snake goddess was pictured her body is decorated with snake spirals her arms and legs are snakes her eyebrows are horned and the magical source of life the double egg lies within her the goddess was also she who gives life to the dead aided by her magic serpent who wins in and out of the earthly tomb womb the snake with its stylized image the spiral was seen as the vehicle of immortality and the image of spontane spontaneous life energy its continuous flow the snake could shed its skin but still live as the moon birthed herself from her own darkness and the womb bled periodically without being wounded all were seen as miraculously interconnected transformations to the serpent was attributed power that can move the entire cosmos and does the cosmic snake winds over and around the cosmic egg like a continuous flow of water of energy the beginning of life within the egg is caused by the orbiting of two snakes within it their interaction causing and sustaining a tension field which becomes form the symbolism of snake egg horns fish and doe along with the female images of vulvas triangles spiraling circles all related to water originate in stone age times egg-shaped sculptures with the vulva engraved on them have been dated from circa 6000 BC And then what happens to the snake it turns the the snake came to symbolize the phallus and male sexual energy which was understood to be originally contained inside the goddess born from her and returning to her again when at the end of each world cycle expansion and contraction she curls up in dark sleep though upper uh, paleolithic images of co co 
copulation between women and men occur icons and myths of great mother do not show her um actually mated with a human son lover until middle neolithic times 5500 bc at this time and especially after the peak period of hayuk cattle hayuk there seems to have begun a divorce of male attributes from the mother and quite a phallic obsession developed shown in representations of phallic cups standing phallic stones and um uh all of this phallic worship started and um all right so there was a period of earth where i guess the men um started ruling here um that's why they say like men from mars like or something like that and there was like a big period in where there was like um just like gay homosexual men like ruling us and stuff too all right so that's probably like why they needed religion because it's order out of chaos And there's a lot of women uh, in society that um, keep, uh, uh, help these men maintain uh, this religion um, and patriarchy. Like, they maintain the patriarchy and keep it going. And a lot of uh, women are, you know, that's why they um, get married and stuff. Alright, so I'll talk about Parthenogenesis for um, a little while. Um, Parthenogenesis is um, really explains how we uh, got here. It's a cloning process of how um, we're uh, the mother uh, brings about a male or a female into. Um, this existence is a process called parthenogenesis and that's really what um birthing um is um how can i explain this is uh maybe hold on all right this part daphnia a freshwater crustacean reproduces several generations of females by parthenogenesis the egg and its own polar body mate to form a complete set of genes for a female offspring but once annually at the end of the year cycle a short-lived male group is produced the males specialize in manufacturing leathery egg cases um, able to survive the winter. That's in um, freshwater crustaceans called Daphnia. Among honeybees, the drone group is produced and regulated by the sterile daughter workers and the sterile queen. Drones exist to mate with the queen, okay? And an average of seven drones per hive accomplish this act each season, and then 
the entire male group is destroyed by the workers. Okay, so we get on um, how uh, we get how uh, the egg through um, studying animal species, we understand um, the human species uh, among mammals, even among humans, parthenogenesis is not technically impossible. Every female egg contains a polar body with a complete set of chromosomes, the polar body and the egg. Okay, so you have the, the body and the egg. If united, if the polar body and the egg, if united, could form a daughter embryo. Okay, that's how you get ovarian cysts or unfertilized eggs. That's when uh, that you have joined with their polar bodies been implanted in the ovarian wall and started to develop there so they um a lot of um in med in the medical fraud industry these icd-9 codes and um diagnostic codes are medical errors and mistakes to protect the doctors not you you have to know that important fact so, um, you know, like, uh, the whole thing about gender and, uh, the female gender is the word gene and, um, you know, and it being in your DNA that, um, you're regenerating species that everything regenerates your, uh, like nature, it, re you, you die and regrow. That's what women understood and have that healing technology to, um, uh, you know, embody that. <clears throat> That's what females come with. So, in somewhere in our history, males started taking that female process and, um, you know, making money out of it and, um, turning that female, uh, free energy and manipulating it, manipulating it, you know, man making it they started taking all her energy and man making um things in in nature um demoting her and um valuing materials more that's what the age of pisces is um that illusion it's an illusion of um the matriarch, but it's, um, you know, all man-made, um, through patriarchy, it's like a kind of an illusion that we're, you know, is gonna, we're gonna come out of, especially with Saturn going into Aquarius, back into Pisces, and also Pluto moving into Aquarius, and Uranus doing a transit, all of these, um, planets are, um, changing the, way we think about um our materials and the planet venus is um the matriarchs um taking their is taking their uh value back for um you know uh and their gift and their structure of gift giving and this and that through dark um demo demonology through egyptian demonology and 
dark magic and all this stuff throughout um history and um you know say satanism and um worship of like um you know the 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 this um demonic energy that um you know is is uh not natural um it's taking all that power back um through all these um planetary uh, astro uh, cosmologic things happening so i hope that explains parthenogenesis is like um you know uh Um, I hope that explains it, but, uh, you know, uh, there was, um, I guess, I I think I talked about it in my other episode about the clitorectomy and um, that being, like, a patriarchal uh, way to, um, take out the female and, um, not practice like creativity like her sex the sexual energy is creative energy so um you know uh uh women aren't weren't able to um uh, use their uh creative energy and when they do use it it usually is devalued by um selling it to for um money purposes okay so I've been shadow banned since before I arrived on this planet. Before I was born, I've been shadow banned. So I'm not surprised, like you know, about my um my my numbers and um all this stuff. But um, there is um you know, of course, there's um other uh, people who uh, have a podcast called truth hurts radio and this and that but um really it sounds better when it's coming out of a female that um has it in her zodiac charts you know to uh speak the truth and whatever about things so it's always going to be you know somebody um trying to take some ancient technology and um make it theirs so, um, good luck to other people who have, um, a Truth Hurts Radio podcast. Mine's is the one, Matt, it's the one that matters, okay? And for you Jesus-loving ass, uh, women and men, um, I have something for your asses. Alright, so we're gonna, uh, listen to where Jesus and what, what it means when you're, when you're, um, maybe when you've been praying to Jesus, you actually been praying to um to something else okay just think maybe it's a goddess we're gonna listen to bonnie hammond Yeah. 
She seems to be the goddess of compassion. Whenever you need some compassion, this is the one to look to. More so than Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Because the Jesus is a composite figure. You see what I'm saying? It historically never existed, but the motifs are not, because it is, it is an invention of, of Rome, the motifs are not as concentrated as Kwan Jesus is an invention of Rome. In She died and she rose in three days and she gives compassion. I hear that story before. Sounds like Jesus. Sounds like Jesus. You'll find out these stories pop up over and over and over again. But I don't want to get off the thing. I'm still uh, honoring the mother. But I said, well, you know, that's kind of interesting. But this woman, because now this particular one here, now she gives compassion. You got some mercy on her. This one, however, is the first one to shed a tear. And which is interesting here, because the brother Panic was on the train, and he said some tears started coming down his face. And, you know, started coming down his face, but there was no emotion, there was no reason for him to be crying. And in actuality, that was actually the goddess Tara coming through. Well, me, it was kind of hard for me, I ain't cried since 1974. Since my mama beat my ass for stealing that Batmobile, <laughs> beat me for about an hour. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, I went to I went to Flo I went to Texas. I was in Houston, and we was comparing ass whipping how we used to get beat. You know, I don't know if y'all some of you, I don't know if y'all are part of that type of stuff, but I was part of that era where they used the mastery of whipping your ass. <laughs> So we was comparing how we got beat, and I was saying, yeah, you know, they had some stuff in down in South Carolina called an alum bush. It was a bush that wouldn't break. You know, and they would pat them together, you know, um, extension cards, fan belts, curtain rods. One of the keys is hot wheel tracks. And my grandmother was a master because she taught about four generations of children. And we had these hot wheel, little hot, large hot wheel tracks, and my grandmother looked at them during Christmas. She said, mm, I'm just going to wait. Sidebar. Like, like natural, about two or three months, 
They're going to you know, throw the cars away or they're going to break some of the devices. And I'm going to get them tracks. And then all of a sudden, two or three months, the Hot Wheel tracks disappeared. <laughs> and she took, she would take them to school and she was beating people ass with Hot Wheel tracks. <laughs> Great disciplinarians. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? And one brother in T. Houston said, I got to be with a knife before. And I said, I know what you're talking about. Scientific shit. Only the black woman can do this. Cut your ass with a knife, with the side of the knife, and don't even cut your knife. Don't, never leave no cuts. But it's some science to this shit. Beat your ass with the, I said, my grandmama did that one time. And she was such a master of cutting people's ass. You know, people used to come up to me, you know, when I was a child, and my grandmother started teaching. She first started teaching right out of... All right, come on, bro. What happened was, she started teaching. No, no. She worked for about 20 years, Brother said, I got, I got a beat with a knife. I said, for Chester Burt Lockett, Erd Leonard Jeffries, Johnny Cochran, um, we have to raise them up because if we don't say thanks, then um, who's going to do it? And I was saying that to say that the goddess Tara sheds one tear, um, and that tear is the cry for the souls of us. That's what we're going to get into today. This is compassion. Later on, Tara turns into Quan Yin, and she cries for the souls of humans. You see what I'm saying? Cries for. Now it's interesting because when I went. All right, so that's how you get this Jesus figure, guys. So what I'd like to say is that uh, you you go into a new world when things are faced and taken uh, accountability for. Um, and uh, when reality, like, hits you, um, you'll realize, like, um, you know, going into um, a new world is not just um, ignoring and the suffering of things and uh, people. And uh, moving um, away from uh, the negative of things, okay? So a lot of these new age, age um, people um, are going to get a rude awakening um, because um, this is what they really need to face is um, a... You know, coming out of an age and going into a new age is, um, you know, has to do with accountability. You know, injustice in liberty and law of things is what Venus is, um, the light of Lucifer that you're, that you preach to be afraid of so much is the antichrist that is um going to really awaken that ass you know into knowing knowing better because um what um colonists and um these religious people uh their their whole um system of um fighting and creating armies thus far has to do with, um, you know, uh, people not knowing better. So now that people know better, um, it's time to, like, you know, do better and take that um, 
uh, accountability because the moon isn't is going half and half coming from a going into a solar to a lunar phase and uh, it's about intentions and what are your intentions um for these material gains and um uh fames and um things that are really um you know there to think about <clears throat> The light has to do with the new time, a new dawn, a new age. Truth Hurts Radio. Phoenix. It's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. The goddess in her death aspect is the earth in which things rot, the devourer of the dead bodies, the great underground vessel, the illusion Nanian mysteries of the ancient Aegeans, Cretans, and Egyptians contain symbolism of the burial of the dead in great stone jars. The Pitio, as a grain seed, was buried and buried and stored under the earth. Women were the keepers of the seed jars and of the dead. The black night sky also was identified with water and with the devouring darkness of the underground. Hell, the adobe of the dead, was entered through the all-eating mouth cavern of the earth. Helle was the Scandinavian Germanic goddess of the living dead. The womb was the hungry mouth, organ of cannibalistic life and death. The hungry earth mouth takes the blood seed of living creatures and, once fertilized, gives birth again by way of death. The point to be made is that ancient people had no trouble cognizing these dual or polar aspects of the one goddess, these two faces of the same source. They had no trouble so long as their lives remained bound up on the daily basis with the cycling paradox of earthly process where food is born from the sleeping ground of the dead, where the tomb of the death and the womb of life are analogs and one and female. Truth Hurts Radio, thank you for listening. <laughs>